It's small market meets big market Wednesdays on the Locked On NBA podcast. Join Jake Madison of Locked On Pelicans podcast and John Corrales of Locked On Celtics for a look at the NBA week from all angles. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are Locked On Women's Basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Women's Basketball. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, also the host of Locked On Kraken. So if hockey is your jam, come stop by. We already had our episode up. The Seattle Kraken jerseys have released to the public. I'm not sure if they're sold out yet, but it's very possible that they have. Anyway, back to women's basketball. On today's show, we're going to talk about, of course, the players of the week. We're going to go over the wild and crazy standings and situations that could potentially go down for the eighth seed. And... We're going to talk about the Connecticut Sun. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about the Connecticut Sun because when you're number one, that's kind of what you do. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. All right. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. Today is September 15th teams are closing out the season this week and then we head to the playoffs so let me just let you know exactly how many games we have left so tonight we're getting the Connecticut Sun versus the New York Liberty that's the only game on tonight that's going to be a big one On Thursday, tomorrow, you have the Sparks and Atlanta. The Los Angeles Sparks are still in the running for the eighth seed. We'll talk a little bit about that by way of Chantel Jennings and the Athletic. On Friday and Saturday is basically everyone is playing between those two days. And I mentioned this before on another podcast, but Nikki Cullen a few years ago tweeted that this was a decision, I I guess, by either the coaches or or the GM panel to have all of the teams play, if not on the last day in the last weekend, so that no one could throw games or, you know, try to figure out mathematical equations. If everyone is still playing and if it comes down to the wire, then you have to play the game to get into the playoffs. At least that's how I understood it. And as a matter of fact, this season might be one of those for the eight seed. But let me tell you what we've got coming up on tap on Friday, September 17th. I will be at the New York Liberty game versus the Washington Mystics. It's very possible that that could be an extremely important game, especially on the side of the New York Liberty. But we got some news today. The Washington Mystics will play this game on Friday. And then Saturday's game against the Minnesota Lynx in D.C. without Mike Tebow. He is now in COVID-19 protocol. There, The language, let me read the language specifically. Um, it's, it's implying a positive COVID test or exposure to COVID, but that's not exactly what it says. So I'm going to read the release to you. We got this today. Um, at 1 p.m., so about an hour ago. Washington Mystics head coach Mike Tebow has entered WNBA's health and safety protocols. 
Coach Tebow is fully vaccinated and will return upon clearance from NBA WNBA, excuse me, protocols. Associate head coach Eric Tebow will lead the team in the upcoming game games, excuse me, against the New York Liberty and the Minnesota Lynx. So I just wanted to read it to be as accurate as possible. So we'll see if that has an impact on Washington, who again is really vying for one of the, or the last spot along with the New York Liberty. And as I mentioned, the Los Angeles Sparks, the aces will be playing the Chicago sky in Chicago. The Seattle storm will host the Phoenix Mercury. Of course, a lot of this is being dubbed as the two goats. Ha Sue bird being posterized again. And some people coming to her rescue to say that she got tripped. I don't know if y'all saw that, but I'll leave a link in the description. You decide. Did Eric Wheeler cross her up good? Did she trip? Is it possible that both are true? Let me know what you think. But Phoenix at Seattle Storm, that's 10 p.m. on Friday. For Saturday, we have another full slate. Atlanta Dream at Connecticut Sun. Las Vegas Aces at Phoenix Mercury, Minnesota Lynx at Washington Mystics. I mentioned that one before. The Sparks at Dallas. Dallas is in. Big block by gold medal leash. Oh, baby. Love to see it. And Indiana Fever versus Chicago Sky. On this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm not going to get too much into postseason awards or I guess just awards. They're not really postseason awards. I guess... Sometimes we say postseason awards because I guess they're given out after the season. I'm confusing myself. I'm not going to talk a lot about awards or postseason awards on this episode because there is a lot that we have to get through for the last handful of days in the regular season. But tomorrow on Locked on Women's Basketball, I'll get into that a little bit more. And you best believe I'll be back next week to break it all down. Also, check me out. I am planning to be on Spotify Green Room. I'm definitely going to do a halftime huddle. I'll be at Barclays, so it'll be a little bit loud, but I'm going to do a halftime huddle on Spotify Green Room. Uh, so roughly 8 p.m. on Friday, live from Barclays. We'll see how that game is going. We'll see what the implications are there. And I'll do another one on Saturday probably as well. Um, I'm probably going to lock in around that Minnesota-Washington Mystics game because depending on what happens, that's going to be really the game to watch. Los Angeles versus Dallas could be a good one too. So anywhere from that 3 to 5 p.m. range, but make sure you're following me at elinz08. That's my handle at um, on Twitter, excuse me, also on Spotify Greenroom. And remember, that's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. Thank you very much. Zero eight. Elinzy zero eight on all social media platforms. Okay, so that that's the the schedule. Let's go over the standings, and I'll probably have to explain the eight seed in the next uh, segment, just because it can get a little bit complicated. But we saw Phoenix and their win streak go up against the Connecticut Sun and their win streak. And who came out on top? The number one team. The Connecticut Sun are now on a 12-game win streak going into the playoffs. 24-6 and six on the season. That's an 800 win percentage. They are taking over. And I don't know if you heard, but word on the street 
is that AT, Alyssa Thomas, the heart, the soul, the engine, everything for this Connecticut Sun franchise is probable. And the way the Connecticut Sun are acting on social media, that probable is pretty dang probable. And, um, you know, I know Kurt Miller spoke about it and media has been tweeting about it, but this is what I told the, the great Jackie Powell. As someone who bought an Alyssa Thomas uh, Rebel jersey, am I excited? Yeah, best believe. Listen, if I were a WNBA player, I aspire to be Alyssa Thomas, period. There's no other player that's playing right now that I would want to have people say, oh, you know, Erica, you play like so-and-so. I would want to play, and I feel like I probably would be an AT type of player. That's who I want to be. That's who I am. Uh, love Alyssa Thomas. But what I told Jackie Powell is if I'm Kurt Miller, if I'm the Connecticut Sun coaching staff, I'm not telling my players anything about Alyssa Thomas. I am giving them bare minimum information. Is she playing or is she not? That's all they need to know. They don't need to know about timelines. They don't need to know how she's feeling. They don't need to know any of that. From the athlete perspective. Now, of course, we don't live in a bubble. These are teammates. We know that they're going to have conversations and that they're going to get updates from AT or indirectly. But from the coaching perspective, you play it down. Hey, if we have her, great. Love to see someone coming back from an injury. If we don't have her, that's okay too. We're we're okay. We are okay. And we're going to be fine. Nothing changes about our approach. And as the coach, you know it's going to change. You know the approach is going to change if AT is in the game or not. But you don't let anyone else have to worry about that. That's the coach's job. That's the coaching staff's job. Everyone else is preparing as they did for every other game, especially in this 12-game win streak, period, point blank. And AT has been in their ear and in that locker room the whole time. So again, not much changes. The thing that you want if you're Connecticut is for Alyssa Thomas to get a feel for the game. When you're coming back from an injury, when you're coming back from the offseason, the only way to get into true game shape is to play games. And so what you're hoping for if you're Connecticut, the win-win situation here is that AT is physically healthy, which it seems like is a, is a possibility and is run. I mean, freaking, this is a player that's been playing for years with, you know, shoulder issues, had to switch up how they shoot AT (laughs) just because they couldn't shoot with their right hand. Like, come on. So pain is nothing to AT. Pain is nothing. Pain is, 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 is nothing. I don't even, I feel like I'm underselling it, but I just don't know what else to say. Pain is nothing to AT. At least that's, that's what we are made to believe. It's she'll soldier through it. So that discomfort professional consummate professional, you don't get to an elite level without playing through some things. That being said, there's a difference when you play through pain 
that essentially becomes something that you're used to and recovering from an injury that's had you off of your feet, that's had you out of your rhythm for several months. So that's why as Connecticut, you want to get AT some touches, you want her to get some feels, and you want to see what she's going to be. Um, you know, I know a lot of people were talking about pace. If Alyssa Thomas is 100%, am I worried about the pace that she might run for Connecticut? Not really. I, I mean, I'm not. Who on the Connecticut Sun is going to say, yo, AT, you got to slow down. Like, you're pushing us too hard. What? What? You think AT is going to take that? No, 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 no. Everyone's going to have to adjust. I have to adjust. Sucking wind or, you know, like, I don't know. You have to adjust. So I said we're going to spend a lot of time on the Connecticut Sun. But coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm going to give you the full standings because I kind of stayed on Alyssa Thomas. We have – it's all things Connecticut Sun. So we're going to go through the standings, and then we're going to get into um, – we're going to get into how Connecticut got to where they are we're going to get into an engagement. We're going to get into briefly to set us up for tomorrow some of the campaigns that the Connecticut Sun, they sent me some of the stuff for Brianne January, for John Quell Jones, and for Brianna Jones, uh, for Bree Jones. I have talked at length about all three of those players individually of each other. This season, last season, seasons before that, these three players are peaking at the right time for Connecticut. And it's exciting to watch. I absolutely think they should be in the running for some of these awards, end of season awards, I guess. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit more. But coming up next, we're going to go over the standings. I'm going to give you also what this crazy eight seed situation is looking like. Again, per Chantel Jennings over at The Athletic, one of my colleagues over there. And then we'll dive deeper into all things Connecticut Sun. Better get Sun! But before we do all of that, I want to tell you about DirecTV um, and their new DirecTV stream. Now, you probably, like me and my family, have one family member that has this streaming service, one family member that hasn't cut the cord so that there's still access to streaming through whatever cable network that you have. Not to mention that if you like me and probably you are a big sports fan and of course a WNBA fan, we have to have a league pass. We have to have NBA TV. We have to have CBS sports, all of the things, right? It can get overwhelming, not to mention anything that I happen to like to watch when I'm not watching sports. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment that you love without the hassle. And that is by finally getting your TV together with Direct TV Stream. It brings live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, shows all in one place. So, yeah, so that means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Again, that's directtv.com. Remember that a compatible device is required and content varies by 
package. All right, so we said Connecticut Sun on that 12-game win streak. They beat Phoenix, so Phoenix on a one-game losing streak. They're at 19-11 in that five spot. The Las Vegas Aces, though, are at 2-22-8. The Minnesota Lynx at 20-10. Come on, Minnesota! Let's go! I think it's absolutely fair to say that Cheryl Reeve is a polarizing figure. But, um... You got to recognize game. Cheryl Reeve know what she's talking about. And she's doing it with an all-woman, all-former WNBA player staff. That matters to me. That matters to me. I'll call a spade a spade, and I'll call Cheryl Reeve out along with the rest of them. And you know what? I get the sense that Cheryl Reeve is okay with that. Within reason. So they're on a two-game win streak, as are the Aces. The Seattle Storm are 20 and 11. They, they're, they dropped their last game. Uh, so too did Phoenix. We talked about that Phoenix in that five spot. So as of right now, the double buy goes to Connecticut and Las Vegas. That's critical, especially if the Connecticut sun are looking to get AT back. Then you have us with a single buy as of right now, Minnesota in the third spot and Seattle has dropped down a little bit to four still in the mix, but they don't get a double buy five. Six and seven are also locked up. The Dallas Wings, with their win over the New York Liberty, were able to secure a seventh seed. They are 13 and eight, so under 500. Chicago is 15 and 15, exactly at 500. And the Phoenix Mercury in fifth place are 19 and 11. So right now, the only teams that are out of playoff contention, mathematically speaking, and this really shouldn't be a surprise. I feel like I've kind of called this. Uh, I was like, I'm I, I'm no mathlete, but uh, it's looking pretty grim for the Indiana Fever, who are on a five-game skid, and the Atlanta Dream, one-game win streak, both under 300. Under 300 win percentage for the season. Whew. We know Renee Montgomery is doing great things, and the ownership team is doing great things. Oh, shout out to We Got Game 2. Yes. Selling out merch in Atlanta. I'll probably talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. <clears throat> but I didn't want to over overlook that. But uh, all of that being said, the culture now has to shift to getting a team together that can win some basketball games. And then we have New York, Los Angeles, and Washington. Washington is in the driver's seat, 12 and 18. The Sparks are 11 and 19. So too are the New York Liberty. But the Liberty are on a seven-game losing streak. Seven-game losing streak and somehow still in contention. You got to think if they picked up a win or two here and there, things would have been different. Dallas stands out. Um, you know, one of those games in Phoenix or against Phoenix in New York stands out. I mean, there's a handful of them, but it is what it is. Los Angeles only on a one game win streak, Washington only on a two game win streak, but that's seven losses. That's massive for a team that's fighting for their lives. So as promised, let's go over to the athletic and Chantel Jennings, my colleague over on the women's basketball beat, has 
a pretty comprehensive breakdown. I'm not going to read everything because honestly, I don't even, I'm not sure I even understand. I'm not even sure I understand everything that is on here, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. Um, Okay, so here we have three teams in the hunt for the last playoff spot are, again, Washington, New York, and Los Angeles. Here's how Washington gets in. There's two scenarios. The Mystics go 2-0 against New York and Minnesota. New York really has to get a win. We'll get into that. But, okay, so that's how the Mystics get in. Again, they have to do this now without Mike Tebow. He's out for the next two games because of COVID protocol. The Mystics also get in if they go 1-1 one one with a win over New York and Los Angeles either loses its last two games or goes 1-1. One and one. So, obviously, the better scenario here is for the Mystics to win both games. But if they can't do that, they definitely have to win over New York and then hope for a little bit of luck from Los Angeles. If the Mystics lose to New York, then New York would get in if they beat both Connecticut and Washington. And if Los Angeles goes one and one in their final two games. So remember, Los Angeles is playing in their last two games they are playing um they're playing the Dallas Wings on Sunday and on Friday they play the Atlanta Dream so there you go um New York can also get in if all three teams finish at 13 and 19 so going over the standings again right now uh Washington is 12 and 18. So that means Washington needs to split. That means Los Angeles needs to win two games and New York needs to win two games. That's how New York can get in. Um, But if New York and Los Angeles finish with 13 and 19 and Washington loses both of their games, the first tiebreaker um is the team's record versus opponents that finish at 500 or better. And it gets really loco crazy. I'm not going to go into all of that because we could literally spend the rest of the podcast talking about that, but you should check out Chantel Jennings over at The Athletic. It gets crazy. I'm going to have to do some crazy mathing, which gives me a little bit of anxiety, but in the name of the WNBA playoffs, I will endure. Um, okay. So we talked about the standings. We talked about the crazy eight seed coming up next on lockdown women's basketball. We're going to go all the way to the top with the Connecticut sun sitting pretty at number one and a 12 game win streak. We've got engagements. We've got the return of AT, the heart, soul, and engine of this team. And of course, some players that are rightfully in position to win awards this season. We will close out the episode, this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball, talking about the Connecticut Sun, and then we'll get you ready for tomorrow, for Thursday, and we'll have a little bit of a better idea of what's going on in that eight seed. Thinking about all of the different scenarios for the eight seed, you've got, on the one hand, Tina Charles, who 
even though I really have a disdain for Washington, D.C. and their sports and kind of even just the city overall, I respect Tina Charles. You know, we have a little bit of a history. I think in my mind, at least that's bonded us, certainly for some of y'all. But the stress of having to choose joy between Tina Charles or her former team, the New York Liberty, which of course is my hometown team. It's a lot. It's a lot of stress. And instead of, you know, eating all these chocolates that are unhealthy for me, I try to refocus my energy using Built Bar. It is a fantastic protein bar. So good, actually, that it is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. They have nine of their original flavors. My favorite is double chocolate. Sometimes, especially with all the stress of the crazy eight seed, sometimes I got to go with salted caramel, um, cookies and cream, German chocolate, and, of course, coconut is my sister Jessie's favorite What's your favorite flavor? Do you not know? Don't worry. They have a mixed box. You can get two of each of the nine flavors. So that's 18 bars total. Each of those bars comes with 17 to 18 grams of protein. The calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories and only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So we are giving you a promo code LOCKED15 that will unlock 15% off at built.com. That's right. Using promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your next order at built.com. So go check it out. We're going to need all our energy, folks, for this crazy eight seed finish. And uh, speaking of crazy finishes, we want you to know that, of course, football is back and better than ever. When you're not watching the WNBA, I'm sure your eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You can head to the website, use your mobile device, your tablet, whatever you got. And sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. And don't forget to use that promo code NFL100 from football to basketball to boxing and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Whew. The Connecticut Sun. What do we even say? What do we even say about the Connecticut Sun? I mean, it's just it, it, I I love it. I'm actually going to stay with Chantel Jennings for this. Uh, because this is how I feel. The Suns' winning streak is damn impressive, and the fact that they've been able to do it with their five starters, each averaging at least 30 minutes a game, is the cherry on top, and also kind of how they built the streak. Uh, This is a quote from Kurt Miller. We know who we are. We've had 10 players all year. We have a lot of veterans in that first unit, and we've extended minutes with those guys, and they've handled it all season. It's a testament to their conditioning. Hello, Pace. Not worried about it. I'm just saying, back to the quote. But more than that, it's a testament to their competitiveness. Yes, I was there for, I guess it was uh, 20, 
We're going back to 2018 playoffs. Jasmine Thomas clapping. Diana Taurasi claps back. And then Awoken White Mamba saw that. And ever since then, the Connecticut Sun have been getting to be an elite competitive team. If you are surprised, I don't know what the heck you've been watching. I don't know what you've been watching since arguably 2016, 2017. What have you been watching? This is not a surprise. This is a team that has worked damn hard. And now they might have Alyssa Thomas back in time for the playoffs, and they have a double bye. I don't think we have to worry about them falling into whatever weird slump that was that came about in the Commissioner's Cup. And even if they do in that first game, they have earned the right to a series. They are going straight to a series, and that's what we want. That's what we want, baby. That's what we want. This is exciting. I don't care if you're not a Connecticut Sun fan. The Connecticut Sun as the one seed and the Connecticut Sun in the WNBA playoffs where we get multiple games is good for this league. Yeah, I said it. It's good for this league. In the last 12 games, opponents have averaged just 64 points on 71 possessions per game against the Sun. According to Pivot Analysis, this is what Chantel Jennings has written. Over that same stretch, the Sun have forced turnovers one out of every five possessions, and they've held opponents to an offensive rebound rating of 14%. Bree Jones, John Quell Jones, Dewana Bonner, Teaspoon. What are we talking about? This team is stacked. They're stacked. John Cole Jones. That's been our identity all season. Just really being tough. A team that plays for 40 fucking minutes. I added the extra. She's not quoted as, as saying that, but I felt like we needed an emphasis, if you will. Ah. I I just don't even know. I've definitely gone over my time here. We've got to wrap this show up. So I, I think I'm going to hold off on going over the, um, the different campaigns that are happening. But what I will share with you, Jasmine Thomas and Natisha Heideman, as of yesterday, are engaged. Are engaged. It's Instagram official. So that's how we know. Um, shout out to Alexa Philippou and Chantel Jennings, who are on the Connecticut Sun Beat. We're all over it. I'm going to read to you, and I'll leave it in the comments. This is from Alexa Philippou. We have a Sun engagement. Congrats to the happy couple. Jazz Thomas posted this on Instagram. So let's talk about last night. I said absolutely, all caps. Uh, ring emoji, heart emoji. I'm so excited for forever with the love of my life. Teaspoon, you make me happier than I ever knew I could be. I'm grateful for you and beyond lucky that you're mine. All caps, I love you so much. Kiss emoji. 
Congratulations to the happy couple. They are headed to the playoffs together and much more beyond that off of the hardwood. We are so excited for you both, and we are not going to stop talking about the Connecticut Sun on this here podcast because I have tomorrow's show as well. So tomorrow unlocked on, I almost said locked on Kraken. You can join me for that as well. Tomorrow on Locked on Women's Basketball. We're going to talk about the Connecticut Sun, but I also want to talk about the postseason awards. I have gotten some packages. I know some other media members have shared. They have also gotten some packages. Oh, and I'm getting some messages now, but we will go over what I've received and kind of what I'm thinking. We're going to start with Connecticut because they sent the most stuff over so far. I also got a package from Seattle. I've gotten a few messages from a few other teams. Um, and I'll tell you this. We'll close the show with this, and then I'm going to go for real. Auntie's, Auntie's about to dip out. Um, I've always kind of been like, like I want to get awards, and I want cool stuff from teams, blah, blah, blah. Now that I've actually received some of these gifts and uh, targeted messages, it's kind of how I felt about the W25. It's stressful. It's absolutely stressful. You probably have noticed I have not even started to get into the WNBA GOAT conversation, but I don't want you to miss your chance to vote for the GOAT. It closes at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time this Sunday. It's the vote for the GOAT. It started September 5th right after the W25 announcement. Now fans have the opportunity to vote for the member of the esteemed group that they believe is the greatest WNBA player of all time through the Vote for the GOAT program. Again, everything closes this Sunday, September 19th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to WNBA.com backslash GOAT vote to fill out one ballot per day as in every 24 hours. So if you fill it out at 2 p.m., then you have until 2 p.m. the next day before you can do it again. Again, that's WNBA.com backslash GOAT vote. I'm probably going to be joining the WNBA show podcast to talk about this a little bit more. Um, I ooh, vote the goat. I'm going to leave that to the fans. Maybe I'll, I'll chime in until you'll chime in after the fact, but I definitely want to go over these awards as we head into the postseason. That's all we have for now. As always, thank you so much for listening to locked on women's basketball. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. Make sure you're following me at E Lindsay zero eight. Again, that's at E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-08 because I will be popping on Spotify Greenroom probably on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be noisy. I'll probably be watching at a local bar somewhere. It's definitely going to be noisy on Friday because we will do the halftime huddle from Barclays as the Washington Mystics roll into town to take on the New York Liberty again, trying to win that crazy eight spot for the 2021 WNBA playoff. That's all we have. I'll catch you tomorrow. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure you're taking care of yourself first and foremost so that we can love, respect, appreciate, and honor each other. But it starts with you. And I surely am thankful to have you as a listener and hopefully 
as a hashtag WNBA Twitter friend. Until tomorrow, Erica Lindsay Ayala signing out. But before I let you go, I have to remind you that basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handy capping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.